Welcome to Junkyard Theory, folks. Today, we've got a very special guest in the house, Ben Jacquier. He is a sound designer and a music composer. And if you've been anywhere on Instagram and if you've been following anything related to film online, chances are you've come across his amazing videos. Recently, he released uh, a little reel uh, about uh, containing, like him redoing the sound design for the stinger section from the new transformers trailer and it was just amazing which is what kind of brought uh brought my attention to ben and i am so stoked to have him in the house here today ben i born and bonjour how are you i'm good thank you how are you (laughs) pretty good man thanks so much for uh doing this man i mean you are a instagram celebrity when it comes to uh filmmakers I mean, I've seen your videos before, but the moment, like I said, where I decided I need to get him on Junkyard Theory was when I saw the Transformers video. I've seen your stuff before. Like, it's been around. You've been around. So talk to me a bit about uh, where you come from, you know, where where you come from, how you got into the film business. I'd I'd love to hear about that. Well, I'm not sure we have enough time for that, but... Uh, Let's compress it. It's quite a long story, but I'm I'm gonna try to keep it short. But so thank you for having me first. It's a real pleasure. Um, so yeah, because people keep asking me, and uh, it's yeah, like I, I think I still don't realize like how big my Instagram uh, went because uh, so many people text me and messaging me, and for me, I'm just doing my stuff in my place, you know, just having fun on my Instagram. Uh, anyway, so um, first uh to begin with i'm a music uh i'm a musician for i think everything start from there uh when i was young i stopped uh playing music uh, my my parents put me like you know when you start learning an instrument so i started learning drums when i was young and i did it for like i don't know six seven years rhythm was always what like drove me uh it was i think it's the the key here it's the rhythm um mm-hmm. because every instrument i learned from from there it, it was easy because i had the this, this really this sense of rhythm so that's i think that's the most important thing for me when it comes to music it's same about film and when you make film it's all about rhythm for me um so i played drums and then um you know start singing with a friend uh and then I wanted to sing on my own music, so I pick up the guitar and I start learning guitar on my on my own. And then how to compose with um, software and with a keyboard. And when I start composing my own music and record my own music with the you know small computer, small stuff, small small mic, even without quality, when I just wanted to learn how to do it, so basically learned everything I can by myself and um well and and then i i wanted to do my my own video clip so when you start asking people around and the result is sorry it's bad i'm gonna try to keep it like i'm gonna try to not use a bad words but sometime when i get that's like, okay you can go on emotional I, I you know it's i'm i can be harsh so sorry about that that's but okay. yeah like uh it's all about like wanting to improve and being curious um i learned how to do my own videos for my own music 
I, I come from the, the mountains, I in the mountain in the French Alps. So, um, you know, I'm surrounded by ski resorts and stuff, but there's no, no big cities or stuff like this where you can meet people. When it comes to filmmaking and stuff like this, there's no one here. I mean, at least uh, 15 years ago when I wanted to do things like this, I was the only one recording his music and the only one trying to make videos and stuff like this. Uh, the The equipment was not really great, but we did, I did what I could with what I had. And, um, and then people start asking me, can you record my music? Can you film my videos? So, you know, I, I kept going like this. Um, so years later, I became a professional filmmaker. I opened a, after opening two music studios, I opened a film studio in New Jersey. It's an island between France and England. And I spent, I don't know, three, four years there, uh, back and forth to France. Because in winter, I was also a, a snowboard instructor. As I said, I come from the mountain and I, wow. I was born on a snowboard. So I was, I've been teaching snowboard for 17 years now. Uh, so winter in France and the rest of the year in Jersey, making film, commercial film, short film, uh, being a directive creator for brands and stuff like this. So I learned a lot and I was always composing the, the music of my own films. So this is where it started like being a music composer for film. It was for my own film first. And then people start liking the music I was doing for my own films. So there was like, Oh, can you compose the music for us for like a short mu movie or, or documentary or for uh, a commercial for ads whatever and um and step by step i i decided to stop providing like film services professionally because i really wanted to focus on music this is where my pleasure is it, it's it's what music brings to a film like what 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 you can what you can do with music basically to improve the film. So for me, like music and sound design, it's 70% of what makes a good film. So then when I, when I took these decisions, I stopped filming. I just kept filming just for myself. As you can see uh, my uh, Instagram video, I do everything myself. So I film and I, and, and I edit them, but this is, this is about it. Like I don't do any more, uh, proper videos just for fun for instagram and youtube basically but at least i have the, the knowledge to, to to do them myself um but now yeah, i'm i'm really focusing on sound design uh, and music for film i really try to make it short but like just to make you understand it started by being a musician learning it's like a learning course you know like filming yeah doing music for film and then back to just doing the music without yeah. working on some, some people keep asking me if I can film and can I edit that stuff? And but I keep saying no, cause I have too much work now as a sound designer and a music composer. So yeah, this is it basically. That's a very interesting take because you've come back full circle yeah. to, you know, the place where you've started. And something that interested me in, in what you said, I mean, there was there were quite a few. One thing was uh, the fact that you started learning how to play 
instruments organically before you switched over to, uh, you know, creating music digitally. So you have in, in the modern day and age, like you have so many composers who don't really play any instruments in reality, but they are quite good at, uh, you know, uh, creating music digitally on whatever software that they decide yeah. to. When it comes to you, do you think that having played instruments before contributed to contributed in in any good way to you creating music uh, digitally as well? Yeah, of course. Uh, first, because as I said, I'm a musician. Huh. I still do a lot of uh, gigs and live performance. I play a lot. Uh, you know, in winter and summer, I play. I have three to four gigs a week. Wow. Uh, this is what I do on the side. I'm not stuck in a studio. I'm also a performer. So I sing and I play guitar and I play drums. Uh, we are a, a band of two. I got my, my mate is playing electric guitar and bass and I play drums, um, acoustic guitar and I sing. Uh, do you guys I, have a name for the band? Yeah, yeah. We are Ben and Billy Blue, but we, we, I have so much work that I can't like to put ourselves on social. It's still hard making stuff for our band because we already have so much gigs and stuff. It's hard to promote ourselves because we already so we are fully booked all the time. So it's not like we don't want to do it. It's just we don't have to do it. So um, we, we don't put our energy into doing this because uh, we already have too much work. I have too much work in studio for um, you know, as a music composer and sound designer. So it, it might make take care of the booking for the band because I don't have time for that. He's fully yeah. focused on being a music performer. So that's his job. So, so yeah, um, we, so I use a loop, a loop, you know, a loop pedal, a looper. So I loop my yeah. guitar, I loop the bass, I loop the drums and I do everything live. So that's the, the kind of band that works really well. Um, so yeah, for me to play music, the real music, I mean, to pick up an instrument and to, 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 to see how it sounds, it's really important. When I start composing music dig digitally, it sounds crap. Like it was, it was really bad. And I was like, that doesn't sound right. My first music, when I start with software was Fruity Loop back, back in the day. And it was, it was so bad, so bad. <laughs> so yeah this is i guess this is why I, i'm also a sound designer it's because i love recording organic organic sounds like look at the transformers uh video i made for example it all comes from a wheelbarrow sounds with a shovel you know this and yeah. what you can do with organic sounds digitally is good but create you can also create sounds from scratch in your computer but it's less fun hmm. for me it's less fun and um yeah, I, I, I love music. I love organic sound. I love instruments, you know, like in another life, I would have been like a, a guitar maker, for example. I love the way you make guitars and all they sounds different, you know, the kind of things. So um, I can, every time I go somewhere or wherever I'm surrounded by, I, I can imagine sounds and how it sounds like if I, you know, like how many times I was at my desk and I was recording stuff just with my pen tapping on everything and, and and you can make a music out of it so um yeah organic sound is a key for me digitally it's just a way to improve and transform and make it sounds better but it always start with organic sound and I, this is kind of what i do on instagram if you watch um 
the videos I made. It's you know, it's it start with something fun mm. that, I, that I record. Exactly. The other thing that I was gonna bring up was the fact that whenever you watch one of your videos, it's quite obvious that you're having fun with the whole process, and that's what in a way makes it all the more interesting. Yeah, is for me is I don't know if it's years of experience, like, but what I do on Instagram, the video I do, it's pretty easy for me. Mm-hmm. It never takes long to make videos. What takes long? It's finding a, a sequence that I like uh, okay. from films. Yeah. But when when I got when I have a cool sequence, the the idea of how I'm gonna make the what I want it always come pretty pretty fast and uh it's and and it's just after it's just about like the filming you know because i'm alone doing it it's it's putting the camera on the tripod filming getting the right angle the right light you know because i know how to do it it doesn't take too long but it's just the process it can be if i if i had someone for example to help it would be really faster but the, the the thing that i've been trying to do it's to to have fun because I want people to have fun watching them. Uh, I wanted I wanted them to be educational. I wanted to bring lights on sound designer and what is it to be the guy mm-hmm. that creates sounds for film and get the immersive experience from. Because uh, I think people, it's funny when I talk about my job and what is it to be a sound designer. People don't realize like. Um, that we don't record sounds from a, a shooting scene. Like when you film, I don't know, if you film someone running in a forest, people are like, but why you don't record the guy running in the forest while you're filming it? I'm like, <laughs> if you think about it, like if you try to be smart one second, there is <laughs> the guy who's holding the camera running behind him. There's a the guy run, holding the light running behind him. There's a director shouting at him being like, run faster or run slower or run better exactly. you know <laughs> and and people don't think about that that the kind of thing while you you're shooting a film so there's mm. it's really rare that there's there's other thing than the dialogue i've been recording on on set yeah so you got guys like me having to do all those things you know the the sound of the steps the sound of the forest everything and um they are really important because even with a good director and even a good film without music and sound design, it's still a shit movie. And uh, I was really frustrated when I started doing it. I was really frustrated. I don't know, maybe, maybe, yeah, I don't know. Just frustrated because a good film, you get out of the, of the theater and you're like, oh, this film is so good. The director is so good. But yeah, the director might be a good, director but he's no is is nothing without his team without the music composer without the sound designer without the editor without the the color grader i don't know mm. uh, colorist uh, cinematographer it, everybody yeah and when it comes to credits at the end and sometimes you know the all the stuff becomes after named after i mean i don't understand why you don't put light on all the, the important people that work on the film the direct you can you see the name of the direct director like uh, five times at the beginning five times at the end it's, it's great we know it's it's him it's famous cool there is no one literally no one without the people that actually made the film the editor the guy who do the color 
the guy would do the music, the guy would do the film design. Like it's like everybody knows Hans Daimer because he's, he became really famous. But there's so many amazing music composer for film, and they they still working in the shade because no one's put lights on them. But you yeah. but you probably heard their music like thousands of times. Uh, it's just like I don't understand why we we still putting. I have nothing against director. It's just I think it's not fair that they the others they're not putting at the same level because without them a film is nothing, especially when it comes to audio, because uh, visual visual effects they great without the sound but the immersive experience they are mm. just nothing. Like, but take Star Wars if you don't hear the the blaster of the the laser saber, it's nothing without the sound. That's very true. I, I, I agree with what you said because there's that saying, the audience will forgive bad video, but they will not forgive bad audio because if the audio is crap, yeah. it's just going to take the audience away from the whole experience and just kill the experience essentially. So another thing that you mentioned was uh, the fact that, you know, you again, you went full circle, you started making your own movies and then eventually uh, stopped directing, editing, all of that stuff. But you have an idea about what it takes to actually shoot a movie, not just, you know, uh, scoring something that comes to you, which has been shot in like some other country, some like several months back. This is stuff that you actually went out, shot, put together, and you know the painstaking effort that it takes to combine all of, all of that. Does that bring uh, a, a different kind of appreciation and understanding which feeds into the sound work that you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, yeah, I, I, I used to wear. When it comes to make a film, I, I had the opportunity to wear any hats. Yeah. Like, I used to be a director for as a creative director with a with a team for a, a big UK UK brand. Um, I know what is it to hire. Um, camera operator I know what is it to hire uh, a script to hire someone who, who work on the scenario to have uh, actors to take care of the actors I know what is it to hold the camera and to record and I know how it is to do the the editing and the color grading not saying that I'm very good at all of them but like I'm good enough to to make it to 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 know what it takes you know i made documentaries one of my documentaries on the amazon prime and i made it myself on my own alone from the shooting to the music to the editing so i put a lot of effort in my work whatever i do whatever i do but when it comes to only make yeah making making the music for a film uh i guess because i i i know film and i know i know filmmaking uh i have a, i think i have a good eye on what I, which emotion i want to bring when i see a scene uh when i see a, a whatever video and i it's really it's not easy but like i on when people ask me to do the music for whatever video it is i watch it once and i kind of know already where i want to go so mm -hmm. people come to me with like with without too much direction, I, I, I'll say, 
because I, even if they have directions, I try to tell them like, let me do my, my thing first. If you don't like it, um, I'm happy to hear your vision and work toward your vision because at the end of the day, I'm not here to, to put a light on my work. I'm here to, uh, make sure the, I improve the film and the director vision, obviously, but I know what I can do for that. So when people come to me and they're like, we want music, I'm like, okay, don't say no more. Just show me the project. Show me what you have. If you shot it, if you already have the other shot or the edit or rough cut, this is another thing. Like people, they, 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 um, shy sometimes directors they shy because they they know their films are not finished mm. and uh, they they want you to see what they try to achieve but um, i'm i i have to make sh i have to make them understand that i know i know what is it to make a film and i know if, if it's at the middle of the process and it still looks shit because there is no colors or the the edit is not finished i know all the steps so don't worry like show me the film i won't judge what i see i'll judge i i'll know what it can be so i think that's yeah. very 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 important as a music composer to understand the vision and not just judging like a film in the process that's another example like i i, I worked on the this stuff this sci-fi film it's in an hour and a half film it's an animated film uh, when I worked on it, there it was. I didn't see any rendering, any texture, or any good quality animation. It was pretty rough. It takes a lot of uh, imagination to and um, to see like what the movie can be and and work on on this kind of of uh, project. It's yeah, it takes a lot of effort because at the end the film is great. But when I worked on it, it was. It was hard to imagine it would be that great, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, so yeah to reply to, that was a very long answer, <laughs> but to reply to you, I think because I used to work a lot in the film industry in, you know, different departments, uh, it always, it's always a bonus when it comes to make music for films to understand what is it to, to make a movie. Yeah. That's that's a very interesting answer as well because something um, when I was talking to uh, Louis Leterrier, he echoed the same sentiments in a way because he also used to do drumming. He used to play the drums. So something that he said was that he learned rhythm through drumming, playing in a band, because it helped him to build something up to a crescendo, you know, which is pretty yeah. much. A very similar thing to what, what, what you said and yeah uh, about about rhythm you know like you cut your stuff as well yeah. how do you is there is there anything that and uh, is there anything intuitively that you feel like okay the rhythm for this particular scene has to go from here to here to here but are there chances like where you end up uh, not wrong, but you end up scoring something entirely different to the director's vision. And then how do you bridge those two? Like what you saw for the particular scene and what the director saw? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's 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 hard questions because there there's so many different cases like it happens so like um it's always different. Each director is different, each film's different, every time it it's it's it, it's different. So um, as I said, most of the time I try to not have too much of the director vision because mm-hmm. Of course, I want to understand what he's trying to to do with this film, but I have a great sense of um, uh, how, how would I say? I can I read people quite easily, uh, so I don't want I don't want the direct direct to, to explain to me what I have to do. I just want him to talk about his movie without giving me too much direction. If I know like what what he's trying to what he feel about his movie or what you know the um, the emotion and stuff like this as i yeah. said i i do my own thing because uh, most of the time it's the right way even it's sometimes it surprised the director because he was like oh that wasn't that's not what i was uh picturing in my head doesn't mean it's not the right emotion that he wants you know it so most it's really rare that the people come to me and like okay we we heard your first version and we mm-hmm. we want you to do another take that's completely different like mm-hmm. i don't recall that happens it's really rare it's really rare uh but again uh it's not because i'll do something that the director uh, didn't think of that it's it's wrong, or even if he doesn't like it, doesn't mean I did a, a, a bad bad work or wrong work. But you know, people, everybody's different. So again, the aim is to make sure that I do at the end. The director is happy with what I did, and uh, it works for the movie. I it you know I don't do it because I want my name to be like oh I did this music and it sounds so great. No, my aim is to make sure we did a film together. That people will enjoy so um yeah about the rhythm as i said from the beginning for me it's always the the key mm-hmm. so when i watch a scene i kind of know like the the tempo or the kind of emotion i want to put it if you know First, because yeah. there is base, there is there is basic stuff like action movie, action scene, not not action scene, like contemplative scene, that kind of thing that can help you like choose the the rhythm and the tempo you want to put. But I like to do the opposite thing. Like it's not because it's an it's an action scene that I'm gonna have a a really you know high tempo or things like this. I I try to be creative and to step up every time. Otherwise, you get stuck in the same thing all the time. And action scene, you put strings and you're like, and that's easy. And it's made in 10 minutes and you're done. But I think it's, yeah, I try to step up. So, Do you have any moments where you are kind of like, uh, you know, writers have writer's block and whatever other fields, they probably have their own blocks, you know. Whenever you're composing, if you have a block, if you come across that, how do you kind of get out of it? Do you go snowboarding? <laughs> um, of course, it happens. Um, 
But again, like, I don't recall like having a massive issue with that. Uh, like I always do, I always compose. Like I, it's not really having a block, but not liking what you do. Yeah, that happens a lot. So you just yeah. redo it again. It's, it's for me. It's not about like being blank and being stuck on my on my stuff, like the music and the, I compose. I have something in my head all the time, and I compose. If it doesn't reach the like if the results, it's not what I had in mind. I just redo it, and you know, I end up with so many stuff that I didn't finish. Like my computer is full of stuff that, full of music that they never been exported. Mm. Uh, too much, way too much, and I never took the time to export them. And maybe they're great for something else, or maybe I just put them on the internet and people use them. I never did it. Never. So yeah, it's not about. Uh, being blocked or and not composing, it's about just make sure you like, make sure I like what I what I've done. Uh, so sometimes it it takes more than one take, uh, but yeah. Otherwise, it, it's simple. I'm not in studio if I'm not in a mood because I work for myself as a freelance. Like if I'm studio composing music, it's because I f I feel like it. So that's why I'm not stuck on my keyboard because if I'm here sitting in this chair, it's because this is where I, I want to be at this mm -hmm. moment. Otherwise I'll be somewhere else, uh, playing games, uh, watching TV, snowboarding, walking out. You know, I, I have my, I, as I said, I live in the, in the mountains. As soon as I pass the door, I'm in the forest with the snow. So I walk my dog twice a day, got a lake right 50 meters from here. I have a beautiful lake. Um, so yeah, it's not hard to get out of the studio and do amazing stuff. But if I'm here, it's because I want to be here. So being stuck is not, it's not really a thing. Not liking what I do, that's something. About not liking what you do, uh, you know, this is something I guess most creative people have a problem with. Because uh, you have that creator's curse. I, I know I can always do better. I mean, like I've... I've had this multiple times and I've done anything <laughs> creative. Uh, when do you, you know, when do you figure out, okay, this is the moment I'm going to stop it because one thing, I probably don't have the time or probably don't get paid enough to do like another iteration. But how do you come to terms with, okay, this is the final one. I'll just have to put it out there and be happy with it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so first, not being paid enough and that never been my way of thinking. Hmm. Uh, if I say yes to a job, if I say yes to a project, to a challenge, to whatever, as soon if I said yeah, it's because uh, I know I will put my 200% into it. So of course, there's a lot of time where I didn't get enough money or didn't even get paid at all. But if I said yeah, it's because it's an interesting challenge or it's an interesting project or I, I wanted to do it for whatever reason is sometimes it's to help sometimes the you know it's it's about a documentary with an important subject or you want to be part of it even if there is no budget money has never been my my way to you know to work and to say yes and to improve it it's all about interesting projects sometimes you have to eat so sometimes i do projects that i'm not really interesting in but um as soon as i say yes i give my 200 percent. i won't be there 
or Instagram or on with my clients now if I didn't give my 200% every time I said yes. So that's that's one thing. Uh, second thing, um, uh, I kind of lost, I'm lost in my head. Um, <laughs> I lost the question. <laughs> it's, uh, essentially, uh, when do you know, uh, when, do you, when, yeah. when you put something out there, when do you decide yeah. to be okay with uh, it? Yeah, so, yeah, so that was, uh, for me, was a uh, very important point for, for the money because it's mm-hmm. never be like a, you know, if if the, if it's not interesting and you don't get paid, I said just say no. I reached this point. I ha- I had to learn how to say no. That was something like I was saying yes every time, and I'm glad and I'm glad I did because uh, it's a lot of experience. Sometimes you do things that you don't like. Sometimes you don't even have the time to do it. You have people always come to me like, oh, we didn't think about the sound design, the sound design or the music, but we have to release this short film in three days. Can you do something? And we don't have money for it. And I said yes to even the, the crappiest things. I said yes for years. Now I have comfortable enough to say no, and I say no to a lot of things. Uh, but then to know when you are done or you're not, time is always a good um, thing because as I said people come to me quite late in the process of uh, making a film uh, it's at least it used to like less and less now mm-hmm. but for the people that might listening and that might want to be music composer or certain designer you have to be ready to work in a very short period of time because Small uh, productions or um, alone filmmaker, you know, that kind of um, scale. Uh, they always forget about music or sound design. And that's always the really last thing they will do for their movie. So they're like, oh, we should have, we should have bring a sound designer or if a music composer would have had something into our film. Let's ask someone. And even if the film has to be released in three days, we, we're going to find someone to help us. And you end up working on a 48 hours period of time to do your best. And uh, it was hard, but I learned how to be very quick. Like, when you don't have time to ask questions about your job, about what you did, it's like you just did it. And you did your max, Imam. You know you can do better, but you know it's what, the best you could have done in that short period of time. Yeah. And I did crazy, crazy, crazy films in very, very, very short period of time. Like, give you, I'll give you an example. Last year, I won. It is a very famous fe- film festival. It's a forty-eight film festival. When you have to do a short film in forty-eight hours. So the team came to me. I had a few hours left before we had to send the film. And I did the soundtrack. It's a seven-minute film, so I had to compose a seven-minute seven minute music in a few wow. hours. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's the film festival that goes, it's, it happens in every cities in the world. So you have the competition in the, every cities, and then you, mm. have, you have the final for every countries, and then... You have the the big final in one Washington in uh, in the USA, so I won in I won the best soundtrack in France, 
uh, I was the yeah best best music uh, score in France. So the film ended up being uh, at the big final in Washington in March 2022, and I won and I won the the world best song at this festival. Uh, wow! Congrats. Yeah, it, it was it was great too because you know, like making a, a seven minute music for a film like gives the right hours. less emotion. than forty eight hours. Yeah, yeah. So it does. It's not about how many times, how many hours, or you know how long you put yourself into a project. It's it's not about that. It's about if you get the right emotion, I guess, from the beginning, if you work on in the right directions, I could have worked like days on this music and maybe it would have end up not being that good. Mm. Um, but I know it's hard. It's hard for everyone who work in to creative jobs, filmmakers, painters, writers, sound designers, music composers. It's the same problem, but it's not something that I struggle with because I always have to be quick. And, you know, when I have a vision, is I'm really fast up and I don't really care if it's if the small details they're here or not. Like as soon as I like it, I like it. Mm. Uh, I don't know how to explain that, but uh, when you're in the particular flow state, it just keeps pouring out of you and it just feels right. Yeah. You know, when you when you are into something, you're like, oh, this is it. This is it. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of a quick feeling like mm. I can spend hours stuck in my vision and be like, oh, yeah, my God. And, and when I'm done, I'm done. You know, like I'm it will be really hard for me to stop it and to come back in, on it like the next day and carry on because the vibe is gone. Exactly. Yes. So for me, when the vibe is gone, it's my work is done. Like, yeah, maybe I can. I will work on the mixing a bit better because you have to. You, know, you have to rest a bit your ears uh, mm. when you compose music. I will. I'll rest my ears and I do the the mixing part the the next day. But the the creating uh, part of it, it's done. Like it's really rare that I come back the next day and I, I will put more instruments or different parts of stuff like this. It's it's yeah. too hard to work on something you you put your entire energy for a few hours so yeah i i, I don't know how to explain that uh but when no, the vibes it's, it's, here, it's uh, here yeah I, I i i get what you mean i get what you mean it's kind of like the the tap for whatever is open and it just keeps funneling through and once the source is done like, i you, you make sense so you're good it's, it's the same feeling for every videos i make for instagram as i said the art part it's to find the idea of which sequence i want to work on and as soon as i see uh, you know finding a sequence from a long film it's hard so i have to uh transformers came because i was watching the trailer and I, as, as soon as i seen the the scene the idea came to me and the entire process is it's so short then because I know what to do and I know how to do it. And it's, it's a few hours of work and it's done. Um, but it can take days be, to find for me, uh, like a particular like, clip, I, a clip I that you like. I, yeah, exactly. I don't know what, what's going to be the next video. Um, but I, you know, I, I try not to, to, to post, 
I don't post every day because it's way too much work, but I try to keep it going. So I post yeah. the Transformers like a, a week ago. So I, I need to find an idea for the next one and I have none, you know. I, I have to find like a the the film, the, this, this five, six, seven second film I want to work on. And uh, that's that's the thing I'm, I struggle with, not yeah. creating. I, I get you. <laughs> and um, when it comes, so looking at the, again, the Transformers video, you sound design it and you also compose the music. When you do these two tasks, do you try to uh, think about the other process? So if you are sound designing, do you ever think about the scoring process and then sound design accordingly? Or do you treat these two processes as individual separate entities and then in the mix you try to figure out how to balance it's them no, uh, it's no rules no rules at all um i i i for my instagram videos the music part i know people are not really interesting into like they are but not as much as they are into the sound design process because it's just something more rare than music making on the internet so I try to show people that I do make the music for my videos, but I don't spend much time uh, on 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 it. Like for the Transformers, like it, it took me ten minutes to make the music. Honestly, it's just because it's the theme of Transformers. You know, I I heard the theme. I was like, mm. would I do a new thing or would I just take the Transformers theme and I do it and I do my own version? And I, let's do. And I took you know, it's nothing. There's drums, there's choirs, a bit of strings. It's, honestly it's, it's it's nothing and uh i try to it's really about like putting a nice music on my videos but i don't spend much time on them uh but 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 when it comes to do stuff for clients when i have when i'm uh when i'm in charge of the music and the sound design i usually usually i don't work them separately i i try to to see the sound design and the music as one project. Mm -hmm. So when I compose the music and I do the sound design, most of the time it's in the same uh, software project, same window, you know. I, I, then I can put them into folders, like this is my sound design part, this is my music part, but I try to, because sometimes I'm gonna start with, if I feel like I should start with the sound design, I'll start with the sound design and because there's something interesting into the sound design, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to do music, but it's going to be light. Uh, sometimes I don't feel sound design and I feel music. So I try to put my energy into the music and just to put a little bit of sound design to improve the scene. But uh, it always depends on how I feel when I, when I start working on the project. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I end up doing the music with the sound design, you know, like uh, you got a building site and you got like, uh, you know, screwdrivers and you got, uh, I don't know, whatever tools that can make noise and I end up doing the music with those noises. Uh, so I try to don't put any kind of rules of barrier into my creating, my creating process. Um, so yeah, I watch, it's like I said, it's all about how I feel and the vibes. First time I watched the client project, it's kind of already building stuff in my head. Mm. And um, sometimes like, oh, Ah, uh, this this moment the music should do like this, and like oh, let's work on this part, and I do the music. Sometimes like oh, I'd love to do the sound design of this part, and I start doing the sound design, and the music comes right after it. Sometimes I work on both at the same time, so yeah. no rules.
Gotcha. More I guess. Thing, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no. I, I just like the fact that I didn't learn anything about filmmaking at school. Hmm. I guess uh, pe people must, I guess they have more knowledge than I do when it comes to theory and things that they should do. Mm -hmm. But for me, like I, music or sound design or whatever, I have no rules and I do it the way I want to do it because no one taught me how to do it and I taught myself. So sometimes it happens, people say to me, oh, yeah, it's not the way you, you do. I'm like, but yes, it's actually the way I do and whoever's not happy with it, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> I've always found that, you know, when you stick to the theory, it's kind of like, you know, you're, you have this saying where it's like, uh, you think outside the box, right? You have a box, right? That like someone's put you in a box, but uh, more along the lines of what you're saying, you know, you, you've never really learned it, but you're doing your own thing. It's like, you're thinking like there is no box. So the possibilities are essentially endless, which is something I try to tell my students as well. Yeah. Cause it, I'm amazed to see how, like, how narrow is people's visions most of the times. Like, mm. from people that are not creative people, like, you know, the, the number of messages that I receive, like, for example, the Transformers one, like, oh, this is not how a Transformer sounds. Like, who say that? Who says it? What the hell? Because, because, because the sound designer from the first movie did his own version of a Transformers. He has to be the way like the uh, transformers should sound it's funny to have this kind of narrow vision i understand i did something completely different that's my it, i wanted to do something completely different you i understand if you don't like it this is fine don't like it i don't care but don't tell me this don't tell me it's wrong because it, there's nothing wrong or right in when you create things the fact that you don't like it that's fine I'm not doing it for people to like it. I'm showing people what I did to get them inspired. Or to, I don't know. Uh, you know, the first it's not it's not the first time I work on a Transformers theme. The actually the first one that blew me on blew me on Instagram. It was a Transformers sequence when you got like from a car to a Transformers, and I went to a junkyard and I recalled metal scrap, and I didn't want it to be any digital sound i just wanted like a metal robot to transform it. so yeah. you didn't have you know like the electronic sound or the the yeah yeah the, it was the just rough thrilling metal. sounds that you usually hear in the yeah. movies and it was just, exactly and it was just just rough metal sounds mm. and most of people like it because they thought it was funny and uh, it works really well but like how, how I had like a few people, even from the industry, even no like well-known people from the industry. Mm -hmm. They like this is crap. This this shouldn't be like the way. Like the this is an Instagram account. I'm not here. To, it's not my professional portfolio. Or it's not my whatever. I'm here to have fun and look. I'm I'm just having fun doing stuff. So don't come to me and say this is Man. wrong. Like this is perfectly right to do whatever I want the way I want, like, you don't like it, you can comment. I don't mind. If you say, I'm sorry, I don't like it. I'll be the first to say that that's completely fine. It's, you know, I don't like the way uh, you did this thing or you, you did these things. That's completely fine. But people rage about things because they, their mind is so narrow. Sometimes it always amazes me. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that it just amazes you and doesn't discourage you because, you know, being in this creative field, 
you need thick skin and doing it as long as you have for 15 years, I'm pretty sure you've developed quite a thick skin to deal with negative feedback and harsh criticism. Yeah, well, I think I've, I'm lucky enough and I feel very lucky because it's still very rare to have that kind of comments like on my videos. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes I see other creators. Man, you do, you do amazing shit. Like whoever says otherwise, they're not right in the head. Honestly, I'm, I'm going to go on the record and say it because it's just amazing. Yeah, thanks. But, you know, the, the, the number of negative comments is so small, like... I'm lucky enough to not have that kind of people on my feet. Uh, I have a great community. Uh, sometimes I go to other accounts that people, they do great stuff and there's so many haters and I don't get it. Uh, but um, this is why I don't put myself too much into those um, things. Like I, I show myself in my videos, but I don't show my personal life. I don't show, I'm not, I don't, I don't see myself as an influencer or whatever. Uh, you know, I have so many brands coming to me like, oh, can you do the promotion of a perfume or the or new uh, toolkit? It's like, what the fuck I will do with that? <laughs> Why do you want me to sell perfume to my community? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I, I, I can make money with those things. I can make money with so many things like clothes brands and whatever so many brands come to me just because i see numbers of on my instagram account yeah. and they're like we need to reach a lot of people so we go to people that got big uh followers but like uh, some my first question when i got those brands is like have you seen my feed have you seen what i do at least tell me you you saw at least one video because what you're asking me to do is this is this is bullshit <laughs> this is bullshit so yeah, yeah i don't put personal stuff on my stories, for example, I don't, I don't show, like the only thing I, I, I show it, it's my dog, <laughs> mostly <laughs> my dog because my dog is because I love my dog so much, but like, I don't show my girlfriend. I don't show people like I have a, I have a girlfriend. I don't show my, my house or my, you know, I show my studio because this is where I create things, hmm. but like people know so, uh, little about me and this is just fine i don't have to show my life i don't have to show who i am i just want people to see what i do yeah a little bit of a technical question when it comes to you know recording organic sounds like the one you did for transformers or like any other any other video how big of an issue is the noise because ultimately you have to process all this stuff and does noise ever factor into the whole mix what do you, you just mean? The, the the background noise like uh it's not it's not no issues at all i no use issue. mics that i got i use mostly directional mics that mm -hmm. they they made to record what you point them at so yeah uh no i'm always recording great conditions uh background noises are not an issue at all like gotcha. and even if they are like i know how to remove them pretty easily it's, it's part of my job it's what i do most of the time uh, this is easy. And I'm assuming that, you know, being surrounded by the Alps and all of that, like the snow kind of like acts as a dampener in a way, yeah. does it? Yeah. Yeah. This Here we don't have much noises. Like the village I live, like yeah. I can record forest without having any uh, planes or things that I don't want to hear. And like when I record things here, it's pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> 
final question. Uh, I'm, I'm curious, is there any transferable skill that you've taken from snowboarding and applied to filmmaking? Uh, not, <laughs> not as a music composer or sound designer, but as a filmmaker, yes. Um, because I used to film with a stabilizer while I was snowboarding. I did quite a lot of even skiing. I mean, you know, I teach ski as well. Uh, so I used to to make film about ski. And when you have to film active skiers or snowboarders, you have to be good at it. So being in, in the action, going fast and still having the right uh, frame, uh, this is a skill. So when I was in Jersey, we, we had to film uh, athletes running, swimming, cycling, uh, so going fast and having the right frame, I guess it's a good skill, uh, but I don't use this skill much anymore. As I said, because I film on my own, uh, the camera is mostly on the tripod. So, <laughs> Got it. Any final words to aspiring sound designers, composers, anything besides what you've already said? Um, not much, I guess. The thing that I'm the most proud of is being there today without having, uh, without the 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 school learning path of things like this, you know. So it's all about how much you want it and um how many effort you put into your your passion. And I worked hard. I worked really hard. So um, if you want to get it. There's no one, you know, it's it's kind of basic. You can see that everywhere, but it's actually the truth. Like uh, if, you, uh, if you want it, it's how much you're going to work for it. That's it. Ben, with that, thank you so much. Like this has been such an insightful session. And for those of you uh, who want to see more of Ben's work, head over to his website, his social media, all links are in the description below and Ben uh, looking forward to seeing the animated movie you worked on hope it releases soon can't wait to see that and yeah. uh, hopefully more awesome content on your Instagram profile thank you yeah, so much man I will thank you for having me thanks so much no problem till then this is John Kathy folks bye